0: Today I'm going to be talking to debut author uh, Abigail Van Cray and we're going to be talking about how she worked with the cover designers to, uh, get a, and the publishers to get a cover for her book. And I'm hoping that next week we will have um, a cover designer who will then give their perspective so we'll get to see cover design from both the author's perspective and the cover designer's perspective which I thought would be a good way of doing it. So what's been happening in the world this week? Well, We're still all in COVID tier three here in Bonnie Dundee, which means I'm staying in, I'm staying safe and I'm keeping out of the way and I'm getting used to it. Uh, I found out this week that unfortunately uh, Bertie the Buffalo, as I keep saying, he was going to be out before Christmas. Unfortunately, that's going to be delayed until the new year. But you know what? With all that's been happening this year, a slight delay in a book, is not the end of the world. Um, I know it'll be disappointing for some people. It's disappointing for me. However, everybody is doing their best in these difficult, difficult times, including my wonderful publishers. And they will have it out and it will look beautiful when it comes out. It's better for it to be good than it to be rushed. So what else has been happening? Not a lot, really. Um, you know, I've just been keeping out of the way. As I say, I've been reading, I've been writing, and I'm definitely writing up a storm. My goodness, any writing mojo that disappeared has come back with a bang. I've also been running my marketing course. I'm getting absolutely fantastic reviews from that. Um, And if you want to do it, uh, then you can do so uh, by going to wendhjones.com forward slash courses, click on the link and you will get the link for uh, Start Marketing Your Book. So, what about Abigail Van Cray? Well, as I say, Abigail is a new author um, and her first book, The Fire Children, is going to be out early next year. But she does have um, advanced... she does have copies that she can sell herself. So, there are... Um, things in place. So Abigail Van Cray is an author, full-time mum and former high school teacher of English with a master's in creative writing from Manchester Metropolitan University. Abigail is a storyteller, poet, blogger and she loves a good movie. Her passion is to write and be inspired by her travels around the world and exploring the great outdoors with her children abigail lives in wesham england with her husband theo and her two sons noah and joseph so without further ado let's get on with the show and hear what abigail has to say about working with a cover designer and the publishers to create a cracking cover and welcome abigail it's an absolute pleasure to have you here thank you it's an honor to be on on it well it's called the writing and marketing show but that's a mouthful I don't blame anybody for not remembering what it's called I can barely remember what it's called how are you today I'm very well thank you good you've managed to get your sons tucked up in bed quietly just, just about yeah I think one may still be awake Wow, I'm sure he's reading a book or something I'm sure I'm, yeah I'm convinced he's reading a book He's just finished, actually, a book. Oh, has he? Okay. Yeah. They're both readers, are they? Well, my eldest
1: is. My youngest is still learning. But he's just finished The Boy Who Made the World Disappear. It's a fabulous story.
0: That sounds good. So, hey, we're recommending other books. You're getting a bonus in this episode. So, today we're here to talk about... cover design, and we're looking at it from an author's perspective, a new author's perspective, because the world of cover design can, you know, to me is a mystery. I'm not an artist by any means. Uh, And the reason I've asked uh Abigail along for the listeners is because Abigail's mm. first book, which is coming out early next year, she's actually got copies to sell. And it's, I mean, I love the cover. I love it. So that was mm. one of the reasons. And because it's such a good book, I think it's an interesting premise. So I don't usually do this, Abigail, because my first question's usually, you know, about the topic. But yeah. I want you to tell us about your book because for this podcast, it's vital, vital that we know... What your book's about? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's about three young children called Benji, Flo, and
1: Ozzy, who live in a town called Kingswick, but something oh, very unusual—it's called, called what? Kingswick. Oh, Kingswick. 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 Yes. <laughs> um, but but something very unusual happens, and all the colour has gone. And this is a story about how this unlikely trio go on the wildest of
0: adventures to bring colour back to a black and white world. I love it. I really love the premise for that book. It's amazing. Um, and mm-hmm. I, might, might I ask, is it did you say it was fantasy, is that right? It is, yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I thought we'd better, you know, pin our colours to the mast right at the beginning so we know what we were talking about here. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's quite it's quite a unique idea. So where did it come from? Uh well, I think.
1: It was about fifteen years ago I was going through quite a difficult time in my life and I remember thinking that it was almost like my world had turned black and white and oh, I was yeah. looking at everything through a very dark lens. But then one day I found my spring again and I found faith and hope and it just felt like my world had turned back to colour. Um so I've always kind of thought about that and thought about how I'd like to somehow weave that into a story um to bring hope people's hearts especially children and I think the days that we're living in at the moment I think it's you know quite a a good time for
0: this book to come out to just bring some hope and joy it is actually because we are living in what can seem to be like very dark and depressing times so you're right it is this perfect book um sorry can I just ask again what age group is it for it's middle grade so it's aimed at children
1: age 8 to 12. 8 to 12, okay. Yes. I'm glad but I think it's... older older children young adults could read it even adults could enjoy it too but that's that's what I've
0: aimed it towards. Yeah. Well there's a lot of adults like reading young adult books especially fantasy. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think it can crazy. be
1: quite it can be quite therapeutic actually.
0: Yeah, it can. And it takes you away from, you know, some of the adult books can be very dark and disturbing. So it's good to get, you know, something that's a a little, although it's still dealing with dark themes, it's a little less pressure than the adult books.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I always want something edifying. If I watch a film or read a book,
0: I always want something edifying in it at least towards the end (laughs) yeah now the reason i've invited you on here abigail is because i know you had quite a specific vision for the cover so could you tell us about that vision
1: yeah i just um there's a particular scene in the story where the three children um kind of enter this world between worlds um, and they're standing in front of a gigantic moon um, and it's very dark, but they see colour again for the first time. Um, even though it's night time, they can see colour and light. And it's just quite a beautiful scene. So I was hoping that the illustrator might somehow capture what I'd written. And thankfully, they did in a really wonderful way.
0: Brilliant. Yeah. Um, it You know, because if you've got a specific vision, sometimes it can be difficult to... Um, you know get over and we'll we'll pick up on that in a uh, in a minute but before that I wanted to ask now you're a new author and but well, you're obviously a reader one would assume <laughs> <laughs> yes but, but you're a new author um so how do you see the cover as a part of the overall book project um what do you mean by that question Could you well just... the whole book there's the cover there's the title there's the um there's the text, the, the story, you know, how do you see the cover as being an integral part of that? I think it just, I think I chose that particular cover and,
1: and uh, scene in the story because I think it was it's pivotal to what happens in the story, um, where these three children come together um, and they enter this other world and their eyes open to something more, than what they think their reality is. So I think that particular scene is pivotal for the whole story.
0: So I I think that's a good way of doing it, you know, picking up a theme from the book and working it into your cover. And, I mean, I have a cover designer for my adult books, and she's outstanding, Kathy Helms of Avalon Mm. Graphics. She um, picked up, she did that for my uh, Detective Inspector, Shona McKenzie, Mysteries. And the top of each book, the, the bottom of the cover is a picture from Dundee. The top Best. is a, the theme for that book, and she's done it brilliantly. So yes. you're right. If you get the right designer, mm. it can work yeah. perfectly and it absolutely. brings it to life. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I think I was very blessed to have this particular illustrator because she, I love the style in which she paints and, and draws, and it somehow captured. The styling which I write, and the two just came together really beautifully. It's quite a, a lovely collaboration. Brilliant. What's her name? Catherine Scoldwell. She's an artist from Bath, and you can find her work on um, Facebook and Instagram.
0: Brilliant. Now she, I mean, she's done a, she's done an outstanding job. Really yeah, has, has with your cover. I love it. The first time I saw it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is just perfect. yes it is I was very pleased yeah I am very pleased (laughs) um now I we've obviously been discussing that you had some input into the covers now I have to say you might not know this but this is quite unusual with traditional publishers if you're self-published you can have as much input as you want because you you control it But publishers they usually just provide you with a cover and you're stuck with it yeah so (laughs) Um, I'm interested to know um, how the process worked where you the publishers and um, the cover designer worked together on the cover. Yeah well I, I emailed the publisher and I asked them would I
1: would I be able to have any input is is that a thing <laughs> and they said yes absolutely please give us your ideas so I found that really exciting Um so I had a good think and I look through my story again and I just decided which scenes I think would capture it the best there was a few but then I settled on the one with the, where the three children stood in front of the moon like I said because I felt that that was the most pivotal, p- p- pivotal part of the story yeah. Um,
0: yeah and I mean the publishers and the, the obviously the illustrator on the whole will go with a brief but the publishers were happy to um work with that and use that were they yes and I
1: sent them through some quote. I sent the illustrator through some quotations from the story that particular scene um and I, I basically just I, I envisioned what I wanted and then just wrote down exactly what I wanted and she just did it really well you know and I wasn't sure whether I should say exactly what I want, because I didn't want to take away from their creativity. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when I asked um, the publisher, was this okay? He said that was fine. So I, I was quite,
0: you know, descriptive about what I wanted. No, that's good. I mean, I'm fascinated by this because, to be honest, my with my books, the covers kind of came. I got a little bit of um, input to... Um, Obviously, my adult books, I get as much creative control as I want, but I don't need it because the cover designer just comes up trumps every time. So yeah. I get several yeah. concepts and then I choose one, you know. Yeah. Um, but with my Bertie the Buffalo book, I got a little bit of input, but it was perfect when I saw it. So I just went, oh, it's perfect, <laughs> you know. Oh, that's so, great. Like, there wasn't yeah. much. And with my Ferguson Flora books, with my other my original publisher, they, they just provided the covers, so... I've never really been involved in shaping any of it. So I'm fascinated by this. Yeah, yeah. It was it's funny actually because
1: the illustrator um contacted me and asked me, Am I happy with this final version that she'd done? Is there anything else she wants me to do before she passes it on? Um and I said, actually, if you've got time, <laughs> could mm-hmm. you give could you give one of the children? one of the children actually in the scene is holding a sword and another one's holding a mandolin and said if you can do that that would be amazing but let's not let's not delay too much because the process is already a little bit too delayed and she just said no that's fine and within a couple of days she'd drawn a sword and a mandolin and it just kind of just put the icing on the cake and it just looked perfect
0: wow brilliant that's amazing yeah. Huh. What are you I mean, I'm interested again because um I've never apart from my self-published books, um, I've never been given um different concepts and been able to say yeah or nay or I like that or I don't like that. Were you shown different concepts or were you just given the one concept? What do you mean? Well um, different covers to look at. Uh, no, I did I wasn't given um a choice of
1: different ones. I just right. gave my brief and she followed the brief. And oh, that right,
0: was it. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, she's, she's done a grand job, I think. I mean, obviously you think that she's picked up on your um, book well. Absolutely.
1: And, yeah, she's a wonderful artist. Like I said, you can find her on Facebook. And she's just recently finished her exhibition in Bath. Um it's some amazing
0: paintings that you can have a look at, yeah, yeah. so what actual brief did you give to the publishers to ensure your vision was met? I sent um
1: quotation of um from the story um of that particular scene, yeah, and I, and I wrote down um how what I imagined just these three children standing in front of the moon, standing on this colorful um, like a colorful, wildflowers um with some snakes that are actually coiling through the the colorful grass and then we've got some (laughs) luminous butterflies and there's also some fireflies um in it which kind of fill the
0: fill the dark sky so she yeah she just did it exactly how I asked That's amazing. I'm in awe of how anybody could come up with – well, first of all, I'm in awe with how anybody could come up with that story, so I'm impressed there. But I'm even (laughs) more in awe that somebody could make it into um, a cover design so perfectly. Yeah. It's amazing, really. Um, It is. So this is my final question, really. Um, yeah. Which I always ask people, which is how can my listeners find out more about you and your book, and where can? And then the final question after that. So start with where can my listeners find out more about you and your book. Then it's where can they purchase a signed copy because I'm going to be
1: popular. Yes, that's a good question. Um, I have a website um, that my husband's very cleverly designed. Um, it's www w.abigailvancray.com and you can find out all about me on there, find about more about the book. And there's also, it's very easy, intuitive sites where you can just click on the shop and order as many copies as you want.
0: Right. And sorry, your voice faded a little when you were saying the web address. Can I just check? It was abigailvancray.com. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's A B I. Can you spell it out? yeah
1: yeah A, yeah.
0: double dot com thank you we just need to make sure that people can find it and i was going yes. to ask another question after i said it was my final question didn't i and then i'm throwing yeah, another yeah. one in um, and okay. have you got the blood for the back of the book and could you read it out to us uh, yes, you just have to bear with me one second while I get it up. No worries, I can just chat while you're finding it. <laughs> Please do while I find it, because I'm just I've, finding it on my phone. <laughs> I've put you on the spot here, Abigail, and I don't usually do that, but you know, I knew you could cope. Why I'm going to say while you're finding it is just to put this into perspective. Abigail and I know each other because we've both got the same publisher, Malcolm Down and Sarah Grace Publishing, and we're both That's um, right published under Sarah Grace Publishing, which is the children's imprint of Malcolm Down Publishing. Um, And our books are with Sarah. So a shout out to the wonderful Sarah and Malcolm. Yes. (laughs) Okay, I found it. Awesome. Okay, so
1: the thought of living in a black and white world forever made Benji Brooke and Flo Knightley feel as hollow as the trunk of their favourite tree. It seemed to them that since the colour had gone, the joy had left the people of Kingswick. But like Grandpa Joe had always said, there's more to life than what meets the eye. With their so-called arch enemy, Aussie Stone, they are thrust into a world between worlds as they go on the wildest of adventures and come face to face with the shadow beasts of battle lands. Could it be that this unlikely trio could not only save the stolen children, but restore colour to their black and white world
0: that's fantastic I can't wait to read this book properly I've been hearing about it and I've had snippets from it but I've not read it in its entirety so I must do so <laughs> as a matter of urgency Thank you. Uh, yes please do uh, fire and, it, <laughs> and it's called remind us what it's called the fire children The Fire Children. Okay, you can get The Fire Children from Abigail's website. You can get signed copies for Christmas presents. So thank you very much, Abigail. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you. It's an honour to be on. Thank you, Wendy. It's been great having you. Take care and enjoy the rest of your evening. That brings us to the end of another show. It was really good to have you on the show with me today. I'm Wendy H. Jones, and you can find me at wendyhjones.com. You can also find me on Patreon, where you can support me for th- uh, as little as $3 a month, which is less than the price of a tea or coffee. You go to patreon.com forward slash H. Jones. I'm also Wendy H. Jones on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you found it both useful and interesting. Join me next week when I will have another cracking guest for you. Until then, have a good week and keep writing, keep reading and keep learning.